on Tuesday afternoon of Passion Week some 2,000 years ago in the city of Jerusalem. Jesus Christ sat on the Mount of Olives teaching his disciples what it was going to be like when he would return to the earth and establish his kingdom. You know what he said? As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Lord. Hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I'm so grateful that you would take a moment to join us as we take a look at the book. In just a moment, I'll allow you to listen to a portion of this five-part, five-hour series, audio series, by the way, on CD that is available to you. Remember, Jesus Christ was responding to the disciples' questions Can you give us some signs of the second coming? Now, not the rapture of the church. There are no signs for the rapture, but for the second coming. Let's study together, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own individual copy of this five-part, five-hour series, audio series on CD. Right now, let's listen to a portion of As in the Days of Noah. One final look at chapter 6. And it came to pass... When men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, and they were fair, and they took them wives, all which they chose. Verse 4. And there were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of O men of renown. And what I believe this is teaching, uh, it may be controversial in your thinking, what I believe it's teaching, I'll be happy to talk with you later about it if you'd like to discuss it. I believe that sons of God used six times in the Bible. In Job chapters 1 and 2, chapter 38, and here in the book of Genesis chapter 6, all refer to angels. And I believe that angels had sexual intercourse with human women. And they had an offspring. Can angels have a physical body? Have you read chapter 18 of the book of Genesis? When Jesus and two angels show up to Abraham and have a conversation, have a meal... Have you read chapter 19 when those two angels, Jesus leaves, those two angels move into Sodom? As they enter the city, there is Lot and he goes out and says, come and let me wash your feet. Either these were angels in physical form as men or those were four feet walking down the street. Because he said, come in and let me wash your feet. And then he said, how about I prepare you a meal? And so then it would have been four feet with an esophagus and a stomach and uh, hanging it. Uh, I'm being sarcastic, aren't I? Those, it, the Bible says in chapter 19, these men, they were such that the Sodomites of Sodom wanted to have a relationship with them. I submit to you, uh, the Bible says, don't you know the Bible says in Mark chapter 12 that... Uh, The the angels in heaven have no relationship. I know exactly what Mark chapter 12 is. I read it this morning. Again, just to rehearse it before I got here. But the question by the Sadducees was, well, what if a woman has seven husbands and all of them had died except the last and then they die? Who will she be with in the heavenlies? And and Jesus answered the Sadducees, she will be as the angels in heaven. 
And all that says, listen to me, all that says as in heaven. You don't use that verse to disprove that that woman could have had a relationship with those seven husbands, do you? And so why should we use that verse to disprove that angels can have a relationship with women? And then, just for a moment, go with me to Jude. To Jude, just for a second. Over in the book of Jude, we could go to 2 Peter, but we'll touch base with 2 Peter on another study. Look at Jude, just before Revelation, verse 6. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains, a chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. There are angels leaving their first estate. They left the third heaven. They moved to the first heaven where they are today. Ephesians 6, 12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, power of darkness, evil in uh, 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 evil uh, world leaders and evil in the heavenlies. They left that first estate and then they have been reserved for everlasting judgment in chains. Now, not all evil angels are that way, just a group of them. It did what? Verse 7. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, in like manner as what? In like manner as the angels did what? Gave themselves over to fornication. What is fornication? Well, some try to define fornication as that act between an unmarried man and woman. An illicit relationship, a sexual relationship. And then adultery is a, a sexual relationship, illicit relationship after marriage between two married people. No, fornication, the definition of fornication is any sexual relationship that God does not allow for. That is fornication. Fornication did not allow, excuse me, God did not allow for man to be with man and woman to be with woman. We'll discuss that in the next session. God does not allow angels to have a relationship with women, human women, but they did, and they've been reserved unto judgment. Otherwise, when did angels commit fornication? They did it in chapter 6. It was so bad, that godless society that was started in Cain's day intensified as we grew closer to the time of the flood. Even though there was not only the perversion of God's plan, but the proclamation of God's message in the fifth chapter. The pollution took place in humankind. What was the promise that God made to Eve? I'll give you a son. Ultimately, the first prophecy of the Messiah. So what was Satan's subtle strategy? i got to stop that. How do you stop it? You contaminate humankind. There was one man found perfect. Why was Noah left? It says he was found perfect, chapter 6. Doesn't mean he was without sin. All have been born in sin. It means that he had never been contaminated with evil angelic bloodstrand. Why do you think there's a genealogy in chapter 5 before we get to chapter 6? What does that genealogy in chapter 5 do? It carries us from Adam to Noah. And there's not one evil angel mentioned in that genealogy. It's an absolute proof text that there was no evil angelic interaction in humankind in the line from Adam to Noah. Thus Noah 
and his three sons and their four wives are preserved from the early civilization to the later civilization. They make that bridge over that gap and they start anew and afresh. But it was so bad it repented God. He said, I repent that I've ever made man. That they would do every evil thing in their imagination. Now wait a minute. Matthew 24, 37 says, As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Are you saying, Jimmy, that evil angels can impregnate women today? Listen, I'll say it is possible. It is possible. Have they done it? I cannot tell you for sure. I have taught, if I mention a couple of names, you would recognize them immediately as credible men. I have talked with several men who have had interviews with women who claimed, and they believe it's as credible as it can be, that they've had, do I know that for sure? I do not know that for sure. Am I absolutely positive it can happen? I am not absolutely positive it can happen. I mean, it has happened. I am positive it can happen. I'm not positive that it has happened. Will it happen? I cannot tell you that. What I can tell you is this. Satan will release evil angels to impact this world as we approach the return of Jesus Christ. In one of our studies, I'm going to talk about how Satan dispatches evil angels to take control of human leaders. And that is similar to what happened in chapter 6. Evil angels invaded humankind for Satan's ultimate goal. Can they have a relationship with a woman? I think it's possible. Have they? I cannot tell you that. But I can say again, Satan is active and his agents are going to be very active as we approach the second coming of Christ. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Father, thank you for the Word of God. It gives us information that we are responsible for starting to understand You said just before you left that there are things you were going to tell us and that we would uh, really not be able to bear it at that time, but that you would send the Holy Spirit of God who would glorify you and teach us things to come. I have interestingly opened up the scripture and looked at it with my friends here. The Holy Spirit breathed into man to write this. The Holy Spirit lives in us if we know Christ as Savior. He is not contradictory to himself. He is complementary to himself. And his purpose is to teach us things to come. I pray as we study diligently the Word of God, we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us those things to come. And we will realize the times in which we're living, 
which Jesus said would be evidence of his soon coming. Thank you for our time in the word and the privilege you give us to have this in this time. Our precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you very much for taking a few moments to join us in our study of prophecy. As in the days of Noah is what we've been listening to, you just listened to a portion of this very important five-hour, five-part series, audio series on CD that is available. It helps us to understand the times in which we're living in light of Bible prophecy. If you'd like to get a copy of this five-part, five-hour audio series on CD, call the toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Now, that's toll-free from across America. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com. Once again, that number, 8Prophecy8, translated into 877-674-3298. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Jimmy DeYoung reminding you Jesus Christ can come at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...